Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, a trauma-informed spiritual mentor, certified meditation teacher, and human design expert. I'm empowering empaths in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse, childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. This is Season 5, Episode 55, The Human Design Will Center. What it is and how it makes you prone to narcissism. What is this tiny triangle over here in my chart? What does it mean? What do all these shapes mean? This is what we're going through in this series here. Starting every Tuesday back at the head center. So we're about maybe week five in. We did the head Ajna wrote identity. Yes. And so we're on the fifth of the center series talking about the will center. In this series, we are explaining how the will centers, your especially if they are open, can make you prone to abuse, can make you prone to the narcissist. And sometimes our defined centers can make us prone to narcissistic traits or just super egoic selfish traits and then I, I we're going to dive into how the toxic interaction between the two types of centers what it looks like and then how you can heal and guard your center so let's get into this the will center is the tiniest triangle on your chart just off to the right of your throat and identity kind of in the middle there so reading on page 204 in the empath and narcissist book that i wrote chapter 12 is all about human design the willpower or ego is what the will center governs it is also connected to the heart chakra and this center is a motor which means it governs like pushing and doing and getting stuff done and it governs value it governs business and the energy to be motivated to get things done this is where you have the power to sell someone on your idea that's come from your inspiration seat down to the ashna through the throat you manifest the idea and through the will center is where you sell that idea to someone get them on your bandwagon or you hop on someone else's bandwagon you're either selling or you're being sold to in everything in life the motivation to hop on a diet to exercise to start a business to buy something to start a project to do your chores and so on so if your will center is open it is white if it is defined it is colored in red and let's get into individually specifics if you have your chart in front of you Take a look, is your will center white, open, or red, defined? Let's dive into it. First, we're going to address the will center being open, mainly because this is the biggest cause that I see of all of us, dear empaths, so open-minded, open-willing, right? The will, we are willing to hop on board to others agendas because it sounds exciting it feels exciting it sounds good it sounds successful 
However, we are very easily prone to scams. You know, scams, the number one red flag of a scam, to be honest, is the urgency. I used to be in sales, and that was the biggest thing, is always making sure that you book the appointment right away, and then after you go out to the, I was a designer, so after you go to the house, you book your follow-up sales appointment, like you design it, and then you sell it as soon as possible. So some people would be like, having their customers coming in the next day or that weekend, it was never a week out. And not to say that selling beautiful design is a scam, but in sales, time is everything. So when you're dealing with a scam or a narcissist convincing you of whatever their will is, there is urgency there. And you feel, and you're amplifying this urgency, you're feeling like the same amount of energy of urgency. And so you are like, oh yeah, hurry, hurry. Like you don't pause and you don't think, is this right for me? Should I be doing this? And I'll share a story. While I was working at this store, I was scammed out of our petty cash. It was like a robbery, but it was all over the phone. It was long distance. And they called in pretending to be the corporate office. And I didn't know this particular policy ahead of time. I guess it should have been common sense, but I was in my 20s and I was very naive. I was very open. <laughs> and I really didn't think anyone would do such a thing. So when I got received a call as a manager that corporate was calling, I didn't think, well, corporate's never going to call for money. Like no one had taught me that. I didn't think that. You just think, oh, there's an authority. It's my boss. It's like a boss above a boss. And they're calling. Now, the other thing, too, that should have struck me, and I should have paused and, and really thought through this, this was in the evening, like at 8 p.m., right? Like 7.53. They got me at closing. I feel like that's probably their strategy. They called with like five minutes to go, urging me that I needed to send in the petty cash for, it was for something legal, like a legal case or paying a lawyer. It was just rush, 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 like has to get it done, like needs to happen now. You know, they were speaking with authority, pretending to be the person in corporate. It just, and even after when I was getting punished and like, you know, investigated, I was like, I don't, like it sounded so real. And, you know, and only because I've heard different people in corporate through the training videos, I've not actually ever talked to any of them, but I don't know. It sounded so real. So when you have an open will, you start to amplify, like you start to just literally hop on the bandwagon. And so it was like, what, like $20 or something that I took. And I did a money gram at Walmart and I did it. And I felt like, oh, phew, like I put out a fire and I was proud of myself. And then, you know, then they were like, what happened to the petty cash? Like no one would ever do that. And then I realized that it was a scam and I just got robbed and it, I felt so violated and then I didn't trust myself afterwards and it was a big learning curve about scams with that one. But you learn about that when you're selling things online on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. There are those people who scam you. Someone just recently tried to scam me and, I, and because I've learned so much and my husband's taught me so much about how to deal with all these scammers that... I can pinpoint them a mile away. So now I'm not pulled in. But even still, I was like feeling like this feeling of urgency and like I had to do this right away for them. Like I had to answer right away. 
And it's like when you start to feel the urgency that you have to do something right away or you have to answer right away, just pause. Please do me and everyone and yourself a favor. Just pause, take some time, do some critical thinking. Does this make sense? Do I need to answer them right away? No, they can wait. They can wait a day. They are just on through a phone, right? Even if it's the narcissist texting you, needing you to answer them about something or sharing with you about how their toxic feelings are. Like you do not have to answer anyone right away. And with this open will, that is the vulnerability of feeling like, boop, you just like pulled in and you're sucked into the drama right away. So being mindful of this, first of all, is the biggest way to build your muscle and to guard yourself against these energies of like, you will come on to my will, right? You will buy this or that, or you will believe my lies that I'm spewing to you. And they all they have to do is spew the lies. They don't have to. It's like all within the energy of them selling you it is where you start to amplify. So that is the biggest thing about the Open Wheel Center. I also, funny story, times I have been convinced by somebody who is kind and nice, well-intended, wanted to, you know, make their own money to hop on to the multi-level marketing scheme. I did Beachbody. I did Young Living. I did all the things. I did a couple others. I can't even remember because it was such a flash in the pan. Oh, Monet. Like all these multi-level marketings, which are scams, by the way, because you have to pay monthly to have their product to make money. So therefore, you're never making money because you're paying to stay as a member to have the product. But what they pay you is like pennies on the dollar when you sell. And it's very rare. You know, there's so much pushback about, you know, that's such a lie and I can make so much money. It's like the strongest, only the defined will centers who have the strongest motivations, who just like are diehard marketing, have no shame, get a whole bunch of people below them. But all those people have to perform too, you know, and it's a very rare case that you're going to make any profit. And I think I was watching a documentary. It's called Unwell on Netflix that someone who was the highest in a particular MLM she actually was so pumped about it she was sold and she was successful but when you run the profits and the expenses she still wasn't making the money she should right she was not making the money at all of what she should if she had her own company her own product line and wasn't paying into the MLM company so anyways Long story short, open will centers are very susceptible to hopping into selling things for other people, right? Amplifying the agenda to sell. So just be careful, be mindful. So many dollars have been wasted and lost on my account, hoping and thinking and hopping on the bandwagon that I will make something out of this. So let's shift into the divine center and then we'll talk about the toxic interactions and give you your healing tips and affirmations. The defined center, like I said, is colored in red. You command energy to do things. As you enter a room, you can say one thing and people are all agreeing and all over it. You want to be very careful that if this is you, that you are mindful of what you are selling them. Make sure the information you're sharing is 
double checked, checked, and fact checked. You know, make sure that, let's say if you're selling, that you're upfront and honest. Set up the expectations first and foremost. And don't have any attachments if they believe you or want to buy or not. When you remove the attachments of it, you just, you approach your whatever situation, your relationship, your, your, if you have a job and you're selling, you approach it in a very authentic way and you're like a take it or leave it kind of attitude. And it actually does give people, especially with your Define Center, more of a desire to, to reach out to you and hop onto that bandwagon. But you give people time. You're not pressuring them. You just, you want to make sure that no one cancels your jobs as well if you are selling. So you want to give people time. And it was funny, I'll tell you a story. So just to give you an example, my husband has a defined will center. He is an incredible salesperson and only because he's honed his craft. He has been able to do all the things I just said about being authentic, not caring if they buy, having zero attachment to the result. He's just upfront and tells them like, this is the price because he doesn't want to waste his time. And he will tell them, I don't want to waste my time. And I don't want to waste yours. And you might think, oh my gosh, as an empath, right? That's harsh. But it's the truth. No one wants their time wasted. So they actually appreciate that raw honesty. They hear the price and then they can proceed from there, right? If it sounds good, perfect. They are the person to continue to design whatever he's designing a closet or if he's, you know, remodeling or refacing the kitchen. And <laughs> if they're gawk at the price and like, oh no, that's too much. I thought it would be half the price. Then he would say, he says, great. He doesn't try and sell them on it. He just is like, wonderful. I, you know, not wonderful, but like, okay, thank you so much for your time. Have a great rest of your day. And he kind of closes it out and no one's time is wasted. He's not sitting there trying to convince them, trying to do this and that. And, you know, I think back to the, the narcissist always wasting so much of their time convincing you to your empath of what they, they're defending themselves, what they've done, what they believe in life. Like all these things I remember sitting and receiving all this information that I really didn't need, but I got it anyways, because he loved to talk and my last relationship. And I was already sold like so quickly, but he just had to keep talking because he enjoyed it. It's like, don't push it, right? Don't, don't waste people's time. Don't push it. And it's a beautiful thing to have this amplifying type of energy when you're coming from authenticity and love that it's like, hey, let's do something for the good of everyone here. And you bring that energy into the space and then everyone can kind of hop on that bandwagon, kind of amplify that energy. And then everyone works together as a team, as a piece of the puzzle. And it's really quite beautiful. So I've talked a little bit about the toxic interactions with this will center. And as you can already hear, just my defining and alluding to it, the toxic interaction is that the unconscious, self-arrogant, selfish person who has an agenda comes in, demands space, and then sells and convinces the other with urgency. The I think the biggest key thing is when you are in a shadow of like ill intent agenda is urgency you know you don't need to answer right away give it time 
the healthy way would be, you know what, you think about it and let me know, give me a call and, or whatever it is, like, think about it and we can talk about it a little bit later here in a relationship. Not, you need to understand and hear my agenda and hear my lies and hear all of the crap I have to tell you right now because you need to be convinced right now, right? Because when it's a shadow and when it's lies, you have to sell them now because if you give them time to think about it, every rational person is going to see through the lies with enough time. People who don't aren't quite talented at seeing through lies in the moment, especially with us open centers, if we don't have time, then we won't have the time to use our inner authority and to use our rationale to say, hey, this is a scam. This is a lie. I don't believe this. So having that muscle to know instantly is extremely difficult and they know this. So that's why they keep you on pins and needles. You know, they, they talk a lot about the narcissist does dangerous things or things to throw off your your physical, right? Your, your mind, they wake you up in the middle of the night to argue, they keep you up. It's to keep you in this brain fog. So you can't ever have time for yourself to think this is wrong. Like. What I'm experiencing is abuse. They don't give you that time. And that's the toxic interaction with a narcissist. You know, they say narcissists are always making sure that your mind is fogged. Your chemicals are always up on a high to boost you up. They say that narcissists either consciously or unconsciously, that was definitely debatable, but most of them are having this egoic type of awareness that they need to keep you on pins and needles, walking on eggshells. I don't even know if they need to. It's just like, it's just how they breathe. That's just how they are. That's how they've existed and how they operate. Honestly, I don't even know if they're that master manipulative or not. I mean, that is definitely up for debate, but no matter what it is, keeping you awake, like I said, keeping your nerves on end, the really highs and are high, keeping you trauma bonded. And then when the lows are low, you look back to the high moments and you look back to what they did for you and you hold on to that hope or they promise you, right? They're the future faking. They're promising you all these things. And so if you have that open will center, you amplify that dream and you hold on to that hope. And then like year after year after year, it's never fulfilled or promised and their actions are always still being so toxic. So I would say that is the biggest, I feel like this center is the real crux of the empath narcissist dynamic where the empath has the open will and the defined has the, the narcissist has the defined. This is not scientifically backed. I don't even have enough charts in front of me. I would need charts of narcissists, like oh, thousands of them, to really be able to definitively say that. But so far with all my, the charts that I've been pulling, I would say like 90% of them have an open will center, which are you, dear impasse, listening, subscribing, and getting your free chart. And it's a really fascinating study. Obviously, if you have a defined center, that does not mean you are a narcissist. Remember, this is, NPD is clinical. It is not like applying to human design at all. Because of course, like I mentioned, my husband has a defined, there's a lot of beautiful good people that have a defined will center that have the good intent for all. 
So, of course, not all narcissists. You are not a narcissist if you have a defined center. So I just want to preface that. If you have a defined center and you have are dealing with being a victim of narcissistic abuse, it might be something to look at then. I would look at your head, right? Because you're amplifying ideas, if that's open. Your emotional center, if that's open. Or your identity center, if that's open. So either of those three, I would say, would be another vulnerability to being a victim to similar to the themes of the will center with a narcissist. So I will conclude with this, that this is a really important center to focus in on. It is connected to your heart chakra. So what's important about the heart chakra is that is where authenticity comes from. That is where our intent is in relationship and in our lives. Do you have ill intent? Are you, you know, of course you don't as you're listening. You are the victim of ill intent, right? So you have this dark path and you have the light path. Do you have this well-intentioned yet still very vulnerable to the lies and the scams? And how can you build that up? How can you defend yourself now that you know you have an open will center? Because it doesn't mean you're helpless and hopeless. What it means is I'm aware now that my I'm amplifying someone else's agenda and that side door in my life, in my house that we call our bodies, let's say our aura, our energy aura, that door is wide open because I wasn't aware of it. Now that I'm aware of it, I can close the door and if I want, I can open up the outer door and have a screen, right? You can have a screen. You can close it and lock it depending on whose aura you're around. And this is very different than putting up walls around your heart. This is saying, my heart is not wide open. You can't enter into my house and steal from me and manipulate my house into looking how you want to look at this is me my body my will my soul and you can't just walk in here with your little like toxic energy and do whatever the hell you want this is a beautiful way to guard yourself without becoming bitter without becoming like no one can enter right you have the power over who can enter and who cannot and you use your discernment with who is safe to enter and who is not and that's the whole goal about learning about your interior design is starting to develop this discernment and being aware. So this is one of the most powerful spots and areas in my life. When I became aware, all of the other things in the past made sense, right? The scam, the MLMs, you know, like the anxiety I would feel like I hated selling stuff on Craigslist or on Facebook Marketplace until I really honed in on knowing that I could discern who was a real person and who wasn't, right? Same thing with when I'm marketing and trying to get the word out there on social media. I now, with my discernment of my open will center, I've been able to really hone in the wisdom. This is the beauty about the open is that it now is a potential for vast and immense wisdom. So I can point a, a bot, a scammer, a fake person so quickly because I'm using my intuition and I'm using my discernment. So the more you practice that, the less you question yourself, 
and the more stronger and like the superpower of really determining and having awareness. And the last step to learn to guard this center is learn to say no and do not feel responsible for how the other person negatively reacts to your boundary of saying no. So the affirmations for the Open Will Center. I make promises very deliberately according to my human design strategy. This is another big one is boundaries around your energy. Because you get super hyped about someone else's idea, let's say they have a project they want to do. So you start to adopt it as your own and you start to like almost for, I guess it's maybe it's just me, maybe not. Maybe there's other empath fixers out there where you start to adopt the project as your own and you say, well, this is how I would do it. And you just start doing like it is your project, but it's not your project. You're just asked to be a collaborator on the team. It's not your project. So allow yourself to be more of a coach and a guide when you're asked into something that you are, have used your strategy to know, is this something that I really want to be a part of? Or is this just someone else's excitement that I'm amplifying and it's really not meant for me? And then the other part is, I have nothing to prove. I value myself deeply. And I'm just going to say this one because this is definitely a problem that I have and I've been working on. And I think we all have, we can all work on this a bit. I know because it's a big pain point out there. I ask to be paid what I am worth fearlessly and confidently. Without detachment, I would add, because if you don't care if you get the job or not, if you're not desperate of getting that particular project or sale or romantic partner, let's say you're dating or committed with somebody and you know that they are NPD and you just need to let them go. Devotion. And you know that another one's going to come your way and just be way more aligned. If they're not willing, just another lesson in life I'm going to share with you as an open will center. If they are not willing to pay you money or energy or devotion, what you really truly dig down deep and do all the self-worth and self-care practices, know that you're worth, right? If you're confident in your talents and you're confident that you can bring something valuable and healing or just unique, which you can because you are a unique being, then charge and expect an energetic investment in that romantic relationship to what you feel your value is. And if they say, no, that's too much, don't back down. Just let them go with love and grace. That client, in my experience, is going to be a huge headache (laughs) and they're not willing to work with. Just speaking from experience, and your affirmations for a defined will center. It is important for me to rest and recharge my willpower. Since this is a motor, I'll add also that I forgot to mention in the define section, this is a motor center. So anytime a center is a motor and you have it defined, it is cyclical. It goes in a cycle. So you'll feel super like, hot and passionate about a project and then the cycle will wane just like the cycle of the moon it will wane and you'll be like eh, I really don't care about it right now 
and then it might boost up again or it might change to another agenda depending on what's going on in your life and your ideas so just know that it's okay you don't always have to be supercharged to be doing and getting stuff done with your willpower allow time to rest take an example of the moon right now just total side note and I know I'm already getting close to our 30 minutes on a side note we are in eclipse season currently as this airs tomorrow on Wednesday is an eclipse in Aries and it also is square Pluto which is really gonna be it's gonna be difficult I'm like hoping that it's not that difficult but if you are prepared you're doing your self-care and you're tuning into yourself the ride will be so much easier right just like when you're fighting the waves and you're paddling like hell but you can't ever get out of the riptide versus just floating and just gently paddling to the side out of the riptide and just surrendering to it that's exactly how eclipse season is so just take time rest don't be pushing in your willpower this is exactly the right time for you to rest your willpower whether it be open or defined rest recuperate mercury retrograde is stationing on thursday so it is really important just to reassess reevaluate re-edit revise get recharged this is the time to do it so don't feel guilty that you're not pushing forward i just want to give you that little tidbit of advice i'll be resting too the next affirmation for the defined will center is i make promises deliberately and honor them i am gentle with my expectations of others gentleness is key when you are unaware and you are in your toxic mode as a defined center you are not gentle you are very harsh and you are like a dictator i don't know if you've seen that matilda movie musical and it's a headmistress trunchbull obviously there's so many things wrong with her right she's the ultimate psychopath narcissist but she was not gentle at all and she pushed the children to bounds that are torturous and horrible so be gentle with your expectations of others especially when we're dealing with our children and you understand that not everyone can just do things as you can last tidbit i again as an open will center i cannot for the life of me on my own be able to commit to a diet or an exercise routine that's just not my wheelhouse i have an open will center i don't have a consistent like willpower to do that but now knowing that i either get an app to help me i either hire a coach or i attend a class it has to be something where it's holding me accountable to go i watch my husband every morning go out to our garage gym that i can barely touch because he has the defined will center he just can he has the ability to do things that he sets his mind to and not all of us can do it so don't judge and look down upon us open will centers we need you to pull us out and to do like group classes and group things together that's why human design is such a great example that we all work together as a team some of us may need a little extra boost of willpower so the secret to willpower is having some and that quote is from karen curry's understanding human design the new science of astrology and discover who you really are until next time be mindful and rest this week 
I'm so grateful for you listening, finding the show, and sharing it with your friends. It would give a great boost in the heart-centered algorithm to rate and review this podcast if you are enjoying it. Take a screenshot, share it on your socials, share it in a text message to a friend that you know right now needs to be pulled out of the quicksand. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. Losing time, I'm fading fast I just wanna make it last Try to let go of the past I close my eyes, embrace the blast Sleepless nights and headaches stack Restlessness to hell and back What's my purpose, what do I grab? A slippery surface, a heart attack And sometimes you just gotta believe There's something that'll give you relief There's something that'll have what you need what you need we're broken it's tragic we're not all elastic 